This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDarren.com. Today is March 21st, 2020. And with the current state of the world, we haven't been doing as many podcasts as we have. We all are, as you know, real people with real jobs, real lives, like everybody else or whatever. And we've just been trying to be conscious during this stressful time for everybody. But we're getting back to it now that kind of everything's starting to not necessarily level out, but they're starting to provide direction. We're getting back to it. And in this world of calamity, probably the most tumultuous thing was the NFL free agency. So we're not going to talk full free agency right now. We have another podcast where we're going to talk that on. But right now, it's just more specifically about white quarterback privilege. And I got Calhoun and Major. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What's up, Major? What's up? Chilling. Like I said, um, we're regular people, regular jobs, regular lives or whatever. Real quick before we get to talking about, you know, the main topic, what's y'all thoughts on coronavirus? Just real quickly. Calhoun, I'll start with you. I think it's bullshit. I said it before and I'm saying it again. Um, I think it's proven a lot lot of things. I think we're going to have a podcast about it. Let's see who all want to come on. But I've always thought it was bullshit. I think we're overreacting to it. I think we're underreacting to it. I think um, this is a point that's been used and they're doing what we said it was going to do before it started. I said this before. All this shit happened and they're going to use this to try to push some of their agendas and try to push some of the things that they're fighting for either party. That's what Congress is going through right now. Because the Democrats came with a fucking bill that's over a thousand pages long, 1,400 and some change, I think, they're trying to push all kind of bullshit in and trying to get the stimulus for the people. And so it's doing what we know it would do. So fucking cold times 10. Get some cough drops. And why are you telling the adults they have to wash their hands is beyond me. I just think it's horse shit. And we're going too far. And our economy's tanking for it. Everybody don't wash their hands all the time. Not no shot. I, sometimes I don't wash my hands. So I'll be the first to say this. I don't think it's a- What kind of nigga is you? What, you way better than that. I mean, I wash my hand most time, but like if it's two in the morning and I pee, sometimes I wash my hands, sometimes I don't. You gotta wash your hands every time. You're the one who got the. That's why. Unsanitary motherfuckers like you, you gotta wash your hands every time, sir. So you wash your hands every time? Every time I piss, yes. Every last time? Every, every time, time you cough, you wash your hands? Cough? No. <laughs> Okay then, that's the problem, motherfucker. That is not. Nah, no, it's not. It is. The problem is coughing, not pissing, it clown. The, the motherfucking problem is motherfucking piss got their piss juice on their hands and coughing and then shaking people's hands. That's the problem. <laughs> You're a germ hoarder. That's what you are. What's You're up? A germ hoarder. What's up, Major? What's your thoughts on coronavirus? Come here, Calhoun. I'm going to talk about this at some point later. Hey, man. In all honesty, bro, I'm, I'm alone, Calhoun. I think it's some bullshit. Not, not only do I think it's some bullshit, like it's an outbreak, but the 
the governor of, of, of the state of Georgia alone letting you know it's some bullshit. Like how can how can you put a, a expiration date on or a, a time on something that you're saying is an outbreak? How can how can the president of the United States get on that and say, or oh, it should be gone by June? Nobody east. That crack is trying to start a crank up by east. Right. And east is a couple of weeks away. That's a good point. So let's go on to get to the main thing. Why coronavirus is, you know, generationally bad, at least from what is going to cause another recession, blah, say this, blah, say that. It's been a lot of willing and dealing in the NFL. What are y'all thoughts on what's going on in the NFL or what's went on in the NFL? Major? Major. It's reality or the real world. It's, it's, it's a bunch of rich, and not to sound racist, because I'm not a racist, a bunch of rich slave masters making slave moves. Calhoun? Yeah, that is. He nailed it. Um, but I want to say, to a degree, and this is how the NFL keeps getting everybody. Thank God for the NFL, because when all sports die, when everything stops, you can count on the NFL to tank something back up. Because there's nothing on ESPN is just some people with their dick in their hand going, fuck, we're back on. That's all ESPN is. But the NFL is giving us some hope of life because of some of their slave master moves. And because of just they're willing and dealing. I mean, they are willing and dealing. It's not even a draft. And they're willing and dealing something. And we're going to save our thoughts. We're going to save our thoughts for a full free agency podcast. I promise we got that coming. But we wanted to talk more specifically about kind of quarterbacks, white quarterback privilege, and who's doing what right now. Because, you know, it's, it's it's been a game of musical chairs. And some quarterbacks have found seats while some other quarterbacks haven't found seats. And the ones who haven't found seats, the vast majority of them look like the crew from Digital Darren Podcast. And the ones who have found seats look like Bob the accountant. And that seems a little fishy in my mind because the ones who look like Bob the accountant don't have the credentials that the ones who look like the Digital Darren Podcast show have. Would you agree with that? Calhoun? I did you agree with that, Major? I agree 100%. You've got to think about this. Every time this goes back to reality, what what what, what, they, what they always say is, every time we turn on the news, it's black on black crime. i give you a prime example. Carolina had a black quarterback, right? Yep. Teddy Bridgewater is the black quarterback. He didn't sign back with, with, with New Orleans. So guess what? Carolina offered, offered them a, a contract. You ain't going to beat the white guy, so now you come on here, it's a black-on-black crime. You take one and get rid of the other. And not only that, Carolina doubled down by getting the black quarterback from the XFL. And I think that, to your point, is like, hey, you can't say, you can't get mad at us for letting go of a black quarterback. We just brought two black quarterbacks in. You know what I'm saying? And so right. I think that that's, from their, I mind, from their standpoint, you know, kind of a a shrewd business move, but I will say to be on Carolina's side, I do think it was time for them and Cam to part ways. I just think it was one of those relationships. They just been at it too long and it wasn't going nowhere. I think that they saw the best days behind them. Even though I feel like in totality, they never gave him the tools to really succeed. 
Like it's one of them things where they get, hey, we're gonna give you two dollars for something to call make us a meal. And he gonna make, you know, a nice soup, a lentil soup. Oh uh, yeah, it's a meal, but it's soup really a meal kind of type thing. That's how I feel like they didn't give him enough tools. He made more than what they thought he would make, but by the time he's making what they thought he would make, they basically like it's not good enough. Calhoun, what's your thoughts on Cam and Carolina? I think it's bullshit. Um, I think you brought them right. I think it's been hard for them to part ways, to be honest. I really do. Um, for the betterment of both of them, I think that experiment is done. Uh, but it goes back to what you said. Name his wide receiver. After Steve Smith, they refused to give him anything, and he had old Steve Smith. Teddy Bridgewater came in this year, and they signed that boy, Robbie. Uh, I, think, I don't know if it's Anderson or whatever his name is from the Jets. It was one of the best wide receivers. Yeah, from the Jets. He a real deep threat. Yeah, real deep threat. They refused to get that kid anything at any time. I mean, and they, then they did a, a bullcrap draft effort with um, with DJ Moore. We don't know how he's going to turn out. You had that Ron Rivera who was nonsense. I mean, they never gave him what he needed. So all they did was break him up. All they did was damage him. So hopefully he's not passing upon him no turn. But it definitely was time for them to move forward. So, you know who, the equivalent of Cam Newton in this whole fiasco, not fiasco, in this whole free agency, is kind of career-wise Phil Rivers. Like, Phil Rivers has never kind of hit the highest Cam Newton had, but if you could put them in the same kind of, you know, if everything break right, they can do something. If everything don't break right, they'll just have decent stats, and your team will be 79 or 8 and 8. And it's amazing. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, we're not supposed to do because we're doing like, all the other shows, and we're not even seeing everyone, of course, because of the coronavirus. Wink, wink. But what I will say is this. I, I wouldn't even compare Phil Rivers and model. Phil Rivers is going to have better stats. Cam is better than Phil Rivers. He Cam is. is. And I'm a Phil Rivers fan. Cam has been to the Super Bowl. Cam is an MVP. Cam has taken nothing. And was like, Cam, Phil Rivers never in his career has had absolutely nothing. They've always given him weapons and surrounded him with all kinds of things. He went 8-8 and, yeah. and had the number one offense and defense. In the same year. He have always had more weapons Cam Newton. Always. Completely agree. From the beginning of his home, he had Antonio Gates up until a year or two ago. Antonio Gates retired this year. Yeah, Antonio Gates. Right. And he had a Damian Thomas. And he has Keenan Allen. And he had uh, Marvin Gordon. I mean, he's always have had something. Their defense is, is solid. Like he's always had some. He had Martin Schottenheimer. Martin Schottenheimer for the longest. Like, he's always had. Cam has never really had. And it's the same with it's the same that it's in this way. This is the same now the coronavirus is to be can do a physical level. Go ahead, because I'm gonna get into who so who are some of these other quarterbacks are who's gotten picked already. So I'm gonna let you go ahead. Go ahead and uh, take the wheels. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead and drive because I think that that leads to the ones we have a problem with. And if you notice, we're not going to talk about Phil Rivers. We're not going to talk about Tom Brady. Hell, I wouldn't even talk about Andy Dalton if somebody picked him up. I have a problem specifically with Tannehill, Kyle Allen's of the world. And who did they bring in to be the backup to Trubisky? Um, Damn. Foles. Nick Foles. I have a problem with and- 
if you go back and listen to the podcast, I actually like Nick Foles as a player. But I have a problem with those three specific players over Cam and Jameis. And we're going to get to Jameis in a little more detail, but I have a problem with those players. So you can go ahead. I have, I have Brian Hoyer. I have I forgot about him with the Patriots. So I have a problem with that too. So you go ahead and take the wheel, Calhoun. That's absolute bullshit. None of them motherfuckers with his name is better than it. They can't even talk Cam Newton shoes for you. But they're not better than James Winston. And you already know what kind of how we view James Winston. We're not the biggest James Winston fan. The only one who is is, is uh, Ghost Linus. He's the only one that's a that's a that's a fan of James Winston like that because he went to Florida State. But James Winston not killing the crop. But the motherfucker's still a five thousand uh, fifty one hundred yard thrower. And the 30-30 club. He still throw 33 touchdowns and 5,100 yards last year. Tannehill came in with half a season. Didn't even do the whole season. Half a season got a $100 million payday. That's that's unbelievable what's going on. Brian Hunter, what bitch? Where did he come from? Yeah, they shitted on the running back. They shitted on Derrick Henry. There's no way you should play a fucking snap if you're Derrick Henry. Go ahead, Major. Marcus? I was just I was just piggybacking off the, the Tannehill situation. He came in half a season. They they biggest off they biggest offense was their run game. With Derrick with Derrick Henry can get you. He didn't have to go through, throw two three hundred yards and three four touchdowns. He didn't have to do that. He just managed the game. Derrick Henry was the workload. So for him to get a hundred million dollar quarter, a hundred million dollar contract, and the other guys still out there who. Who, who we know are way better than his tennis and what he display is is a debacle. So let me say this. Like, what's caught up in all this Tannehill talk is the fact that and Major, you just hit, kind of hit on it indirectly. The game they beat Baltimore, he threw 12 times that game. The game they lost to Kansas City, he didn't even get over 120 yards that game. They were winning games where he didn't even have to throw the ball. Then one game he threw for like he threw like ten times or something like that. They literally the first two weeks of the playoffs against New England against Baltimore, Derrick Henry ran the ball over thirty times both games, and they didn't throw the ball over fifteen times in either game. Right, Ryan Tatum had a total of twenty five attempts in two games. So what are you what are you looking at here? Like if what are you looking at? Let's be real. Like, and if you're Tennessee. Teams make this mistake all the time. They think they got some chemistry, some. They're going to run it back with Tannehill. They'll be 6-10, this year. Like, they're not – you can't go to the Super Bowl with Tannehill. That's the problem. You sign a quarterback like that who you can't go to the Super Bowl with, who his best days are behind him. Whatever you think about Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston still is young. And whatever you think about Cam, Cam is proven. Give him enough, he can go to the Super Bowl. A Cam, Derrick, Henry combo can go to the Super Bowl. So I don't understand. That's the thing. Ron Tannehill, he didn't even let his best days are behind him. What are his days? He's never been that good. That's why Miami got rid of that ball. Tannehill is not good. I remember Pop, me and Powell was watching the game. I kept saying, he got to trick these folks out of a deal, out of a contract. You could just see he was. And it had nothing to do with what he was doing on the field. It had everything to do with, with them running there. Your recipe to winning is running there again. So you choose, and this is where the racism in the NFL come in, so much so that the players were outraged. 
you choose not to pay Derrick Henry, and we all know the shelf life of a running back, you choose to pay the bum by $100 million? That's inexcusable. And then on top of that, the other part is, like it or not, like James Winston or not, he's an upgrade from Ryan Tannehill. Especially if you don't put the ball in his hand 30 fucking times. That's the other part of this. Tammy Winston was throwing the ball 35, 40 times. The game. Can't have him doing that. You have Tammy Winston throwing between 15 and 20 times a game. He doesn't throw 30 interceptions. That's the problem. So, how offended are you at this on a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah. Calhoun, how offended are you on the scale? Uh, Calhoun, how offended are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I'm a 9. I'm easily a 9. The only reason why it's not a 10 is because the cabinet shit was a 10 and 11. But the repetitive nature of this stuff with the NFL, with the just the the audacity uh, of it with the player that it is with it being around Tennessee like, it's just it's in your face kind of dumb it's, it's bullshit that's why you don't root it's a man it's, it's grotesque what they're doing it's so bad players came out and said some stuff about it on Twitter and you know how that works they never say nothing on Twitter who said something there was a couple of players that said something on Twitter what did they did they play for Tennessee or they were just watching no as a lead, Hunter Badger was one of them. It was just play up in the lead. So, I think that we're alluding to it, but we haven't come out and see it. The NFL won't white quarterbacks, regardless, right? Like, long story short, they want white quarterbacks and they want white quarterbacks to succeed. Yeah. Hence, why cats like Trubisky are still getting time. Josh Allen, the cats who aren't good are still getting time, right? Like, they, James is the only one who you could say they've given him a more than enough time. Like, regardless of whether you, what side of the fence he, he, you live on with him, and that's part of his problem. Like, they're giving, they're giving other quarterbacks who aren't as gifted or as talented, who haven't even done as much more time. And I think that that's the problem. And, and I want to tie into Washington with them getting Kyle, Kyle Allen. Over Haskins, like I was more offended. I was very offended. That's probably the second one I was the most offended at outside of the Tannehill thing. I think that that's. I don't really even know how to describe what I want to say. I think that's bullshit, pure and plain. Quarterback hasn't even been there for one full season. First round draft pick who hasn't even had one full season to develop. You go out and trade for another quarterback. I don't think they're trained for Kyle Allen for him to be on the bench. I think he's going to start. What do you think, Major? I'm, I'm going to tell y'all like this, man. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit, but it's back to reality, man. It's, it's We living in a white man's world. So with you with you being in, in your profession, you, you, you have to shake hands, brush your photos, with a lot of these these kind of people, so when they come down to the NFL and the black quarterbacks, they they really don't want you. Look look what look what Lamar Jackson went through 
after after his first year. You know what I mean? Look what he went through. Oh, should we change his position? Should we do this? Should we do that? Because his skin tone. If it was the white man, they would have rallied around him to give him everything he needed. They're talking about putting Taysom Hill at quarterback. He sucks at quarterback. Right. Somebody said he's a poor man. They said that Lamar Jackson is a poor man, Taysom Hill. No. The boy in Buffalo. They're doing that. Didn't they get him a weapon? They got him Stephon Diggs. What's his name? Josh Allen. The same person. Josh, he's the same. They're not doing that stuff with Josh Allen. Who the hell is Josh? Who the hell is in it? Sam Darnold. That's who should have got a backup quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. Those are trash quarterbacks. But then again, we go back to Jacob Brissett. And then when they got Phillip Rivers, didn't they? You had no faith in Jacob Brissett? That was defensible to me. What did you say? That was defensible to me. You got to use that Jacob Brissett. You got a young quarterback. This is first year starter. You can't. Think about this. They just started that. He, this is his first full year. Oh. Before the year they had the whole thing with Andrew Luck getting out there. Andrew Luck retired right before training camp. So let me say this. The Colts won't do anything, and Phil Rivers will be a reason why they won't do anything. So I'm not I'm not touting the move as good. I'm just saying you could talk yourself into Phil Rivers being better than Jacoby Brissett, which at that point at this point I don't think he's better than Jacoby Brissett. Phil Rivers almost got their whole culture step this year. Well, I watched a lot of San Diego this this year because I like San Diego. Well, Los Angeles Chargers. I like the Chargers. You already know them. I, I like them over everybody in the class over Eli and Phil. I mean, over Ben. I watched them. Edwin Lynn was on the hot seat because of Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers was throwing out there with his eyes closed in a hailstorm with a blind man. Like, the stuff he was doing was unreal. The year before that, when they went to playoff and they went to New England, New England beat the hell out of them. Philip Rivers is washed and done. He's done. He's used to be retired right with Eli. It's over. So, no, I'm not doing that. You just signed Jacoby Brissett. And they're probably going to draft another quarterback. Mr. MOB was right when he said what he said. You know what he said? Black quarterbacks don't get a chance. But if you're a white boy, what? All you got to do is be on time and hold a clipboard. Prime is up. What's going on now? It ain't even be on time and hold a clipboard. We'll start you over these black boys. If Kyle Allen's going to start, Mitchell Trubisky's going to start, Nick Foles is on another. Nick Foles, Phillip Rivers, Mitchell Trubisky. That's three of the worst quarterbacks play I've seen in a long time in the NFL. Like they bench Mitchell, they bench Nick Foles for Gardner Mitchell, brought him back, and benched him again. For a six-rounder. For a six-rounder. For a six-round pick. They benched him twice that year. Because he he tricked them folks out. He he really won a Super Bowl. That's fine. That part's all fine and good. The part that isn't fine and good is you saw he sucked last year. Why bring him in? If you're Chicago, why bring him in? He's not a capable backer. And this go back to the point Mr. Moby was saying. 
if you're a white quarterback, you just give them a glimmer of a glimmer or something, and they're going to keep you around. When the black boy, you can get them the moon, and that ain't good enough. Ron Tannehill. Ron Tannehill just gave a glimmer. Because he didn't even play the whole season, mind you. Marcus Mariota stuck it up. Of course, not against the Falcons. Marcus Mariota stuck it up. Ron Tannehill came like half through the season. And they wrote, they changed their formula. Instead of splitting time with Derry Henry and, and um, Dion, Dion, I can't remember. Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis, how was it? Instead of spending time, they just made him work for us. He, they rode his ass all the way down near the championship round. And then what? You paid Brian Tannehill for doing jack shit. It's inexcusable. You, you pay him for taking snaps, man. You pay him for taking You pay him $100 million for taking snaps. Meanwhile... A week in the free agency, you mean to tell me really Jameis Winston is still on the way for a while? Really? Hold on. We said that in the podcast. I said Jack Jameis was going to be XFL status. And I said this reason. They go back to a podcast we had a couple, a few months ago about Kelp coming in, being a backup. Now they treat all the guys like Kelp. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, and the problem, and this is the problem. You remember the saying was when you were black, you had to be twice as good to get half as far. It's, it's 2020. It's the same thing. Like, I'm not the biggest Jamie Winston fan, and he can give you a whole lot of reason not to like him. But he give you some reason to like him, and nobody's taking the reason to like him. He's going to be dirt cheap. I think we just stuck on James. What about Cam? Right. I honestly think Cam. I think Cam gonna land in Jacksonville or San Diego or the Raiders. Like Cam just got cut today, so that's why I'm kind of like I'm not as like. Then he should be smoking the city. If Cam doesn't land on the team, black people should boycott the NFL. Point blank, period. I seen some I seen some sport casters on ESPN saying dumb shit like Cam is backup status. Wow. That's that's what that's what I see. Who is Cam really? He's back backup status. Like that's who the fuck is Mitchell Trubisky? Who the fuck is Josh Allen? I seen somebody talk about some uh, friends and still out there. They mentioned Josh Rosen, trash as he is. I mean, it's, it's the level of disrespect. It's not just that they're not giving these boys a job. The level of disrespect that's accompanied by it is another. To be honest with you, I thought the best move for the teams would be Cam in L.A. and James Winston in New England. L.A. meaning the Chargers? The Chargers, my bad. <laughs> that's another trash at Cracker 2 now, Jared Goff. There's no way Cam Newton should be playing with this litany of trash. But well, some of these cats are tied in financially. I actually was. No, I'm, not saying, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Now. I know you can't replace them. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's it's it's, it's just like if we're playing a pickup game and Michael Jordan's on the bench and nobody want to pick up Jordan. So I think exactly. The, I think the thing is, I should disagree with you. I think Cam will be better in New England. I don't know if Jameis is like you know. I'm sitting here 
blowing the horn for Jameis. I don't know where Jameis Lane is. Like, I, I, if I was a GM, like, it, I'm just as convinced I should bring him in as I am that I should stay away from him. Like, I, it really is a flip of a coin with Jameis, with me personally. But Cam should be starting somewhere. And I would think he's the quarterback New England would love to have. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what somebody said, and I think it'll be a good fit. They said he should be a backup for Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger. They got a similar guy. Cam should be a backup to nobody. It's not one quarterback in the league he should be a backup to. He's not a backup. He's not a backup. He's not a backup. But, hey. Whoever said that would, whoever said that would try to give, you a back, give him a backhanded. They would try to put him in place on the low. It's either Dan Orlowski. Or the one, you want them crop pop motherfuckers on ESPN? Yeah, they were trying to put him in his place on the low. Cause like Cam ain't no backup to nobody. Ain't no MVP, no Super Bowl. No, not Cam, not Cam, not Cam. James Winston. Oh, I can see that then. Yeah, James Winston is. I can see that then. I think James is backup status now. Like I, I really am one of them people. I would have to bring him in on a veteran minimum for him to get the starting chance. Like, if he wanted real money, I would say no to him. That whole 30 million shit was, that wasn't going to happen. So that, we all knew that wasn't going to happen. But, that being said, again, let me, hold on. What is the procedure? What is what? If you had to take him by line, if you had to take them by uh, from from worst to first, which one is the most egregious moves the NFL have made while James Winston is sitting around here waiting for a phone call? Well, I mean, the Tannehill just—I mean, the number, the amount—the Tannehill is more so the amount. If they would have brought him back on the veteran minimum, and like, hey, we saw like if he would have got like a minimum salary, like, hey, we think we got something, we're gonna run it back. I would I wouldn't agree with it, but I could see it. But like him getting uh hundred and twenty million dollars, I that's the part I have a problem with. I think that after that, I think the Kyle Allen after Dwayne Haskins is the most egregious. Oh, and then Nick Foles, like I think Mr. Trubisky should be gone. Like bringing in Nick Foles doesn't do anything. It's just, hey, we brought in somebody, but not somebody really not to change him. Like that's a move the GM should be fired for. So, I mean, they all egregious. This is more egregious in different ways. Now, if you're asking me why I sit on Jameis, I'm not the biggest I'm, – I'm definitely not the biggest Jameis proponent. So, like, if he playing in the NFL this year, if he don't if, – if he if he is up backup and whatever backup salary is, that's cool with me. If he in the XFL, that's cool with me. If he in – wherever he is, that's cool with me. Because he's giving you evidence to support whatever he – wherever he going to land it. Except for out the league. He shouldn't be out the league unless he's not willing to take a backup role. Major? I agree with D. I agree with D, man. 100% because, like, at some point, you got to accept your role. So, right now, we all know he, he threw 5,000 yards. But what he has done in majority his whole entire career is turn the ball over. So would you want somebody? You want to pay somebody to turn the ball over, or would you want you got to accept your role and learn? And he what, what to do? Sorry, major to cut you off. He's the ant, he's the antithesis of Cam. We sat here and round about how Cam didn't have a lot of weapons, but he made the most out of. It. 
James has always had weapons that haven't made shit out of. He haven't made the playoff shit in the same division. So like, if you if you gonna if you gonna whatever you gonna say about James, it has to big up Cam, right, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like Cam did it without stuff. James had stuff and couldn't do it. So I mean, and pretty much the league has been that division has been the same most of their whole careers. James been fully loaded the whole time. Uh huh. That's what made Tom Brady gonna be so dangerous. I, probably Randy Moss, but even with Randy Moss and Wes Welker, he hasn't had a because he had an old Randy Moss. He hasn't had he hasn't had the weapons that he's gonna have from Tampa Bay. And all they need to do is get a running back. They're gonna be off to the races. He loaded. Well, we're gonna talk more about them in another podcast. But I I, I do I, I do want to, I do think that. Again, I just ultimately I think Jameis. Whatever you think about Jameis, he's giving you reason to support, to think that. And I, I, I gotta go back with y'all when I say that most of it, it would have been a Tannehill. Tannehill was a great for other reasons. Not just because uh, it's a real black white factor, and it's a it's how they it's how they play in Derrick Henry, and how they rewarding just some white guy who could who could play halfway play quarterback. Because Ryan Tannehill has never been nothing his whole career. And they're paying them top tier money. I would have said Ryan Tannehill, until you mentioned the Kyle Allen thing, it reeks of RG3 and Kirk Cousins all over again. Um, they haven't gave Dwayne Haskin nowhere near a chance in Washington. I think that's fair to say, right? I mean, he started what, eight games? You know that? I don't think he started eight games. He got on like real late. He got on real late. He may have started. He may have started five, six at the most, but he played in probably like I don't think he played in eight because remember his – it may have been three or four he started. It was at the end of the season. He, he, didn't, he didn't really get any playing time. Even when the first one, when the first string went down, he didn't get playing So they have – they have nothing. They haven't seen anything on that kid the way he has. And you can't say shit about – but the season would have been because the season would have mirrored the kid in New York, the Danny so-called no dimes. It would have mirrored him because at some point he would have got high, at some point he would not. But he don't have that running back. He ain't got no crazy-ass receivers. He don't – like, these kids don't, don't even have enough talent for you to make a fair assessment of them. When you're in, you haven't started. Right, he hasn't started a full season. Why the fuck would you bring Kyle Allen in? Kyle Allen was so trash. He got it, bitch, ass bitch. They got his fucking fire. That's why I forget. He started off white hot, and they were talking about they going to get rid of Cam, right? And then that fucker went cold as a witch's tit. <laughs> and then went. He got his ass bitch by Will, when it Will Grimm. Yeah. Got his ass bitch. They got his fucking close fire. Why the fuck are you bringing him in? The fight for the job that she should. He used a 16 pick with that kid. That's getting real here for him. That's egregious. And then the other one is Nick Foles. No way in God's, on God's cleanup. Shit, Nick Foles. Let me tell you something. Before Nick Foles came back, he was in the trans. Remember? That was part of our discussion. Yeah, we spent the whole quarterback steakhouse 2.0 comparison talking about that. Right. Right. We, we, he took up a whole shit ton of life. He was trashed in. <laughs> Doug Peterman is right now. Guess what the killer is, 
Let's, let's check this up. We talking about we, we we on the black and white quarterback. Why why Dallas don't want to pay pay that? He's a black quarterback. Say that again. Now burn that one. Then we we just got all about that. What about that? D? Jerry Jones slid under the radar. Huh? Yeah, why did this after the bullshit with these motherfuckers? Jerry Jones right here whistling dick and this bitch ass. But guess what? He paid for them, for them homos every, every contract year. So it is. That's a great point. Major, that's a damn good point. We done, we let Jerry Jones off the hook. Fuck that slamming cracker. You got that right. I, I don't know why I forgot about that as much. Skip and Shannon discussed that. How the hell you got a franchise quarterback and you trying to franchise that? You franchise tagging your franchise quarterback? Who does that in this in that? Right. In the NFL, that overpays to mediocre quarterback, Carson Wentz, Jerry Goff, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill Kirk Cousins. It's, it's a litany of these fuckers. They overpay what you got to do to get a contract. That Prescott was number two in yards. The number one and number the, the yard leaders of last season don't have long term contracts. Both of them are black. Show what you want to say about Jeremy Winston's 30 interceptions. And again, we're not Jeremy Winston's fan. The motherfucker still threw 33 touchdowns. That Prescott, that, I, you paid that Prescott without even thinking about it today's NFL. If Ryan Tannehill can get 120 million, Dak Prescott can get 220 million. How the, how the hell can Ryan Tannehill get 120 million and you right here haggling with Dak Prescott? This doesn't make any sense. Why that guy just said something That's the most egregious. He doesn't say anything. He's not in any trouble. He hasn't, he hasn't, no, no fuss out there, that motherfucker. All the other, all the knots you can give on the other black boys, he don't have any of them. He has none. And then he, you want to know what's really insult to injury? You sign motherfucking Amari Cooper to hundred million. You sign Seat to almost hundred million. You sign the Lawrence the the the, the DN, some of the, but you don't sign your quarterback. You, you don't sign the most important player on your team, <laughs> and a capable one at that. The problem they had. That Prescott, it was that redhead fucker that was on the sideline. Not that Prescott. It's the, it's the coach. That was a. That's it's always been the coach in Dallas. He's the problem. You finally got a decent coach, and you're gonna sit here and play pussy with your quarterback. I hope they get fucked. If I was that, I wouldn't play a fucking down. Two players shouldn't play a down. When NFL season starts, Derrick Henry, Dak Prescott. I'm going to play a goddamn down. Thank you guys for listening to this Mendigitaldarren.com. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.